fire rescue, EMS, law enforcement. These are the three components of public safety, and those who answer the call are the first responders. Welcome to another episode of Five Alarm Task Force, news and issues for today's first responders with your host, Steve Green. Five Alarm Task Force presents some of the best instructors and mentors in public safety today to educate, elucidate, and entertain. No topic is out of bounds and every opinion has value. Five Alarm Task Force is brought to you by Insight Fire Training, LLC, your best bet for fire service, thermal imaging, camera training, and by the Firehouse Tribune, where you can expand your horizons in emergency services and learn to work hard, stay safe, and live inspired. And our promotional partner is Dalmatian Productions, Chief Miller Products and Sites, Hennessy Distributing, your source for the cool towel, the Firefighter Cancer Foundation, fighting to extinguish firefighter cancer since 2004, the Firefighter Cancer Sport Network, Nesta Bars, and the 2019 Great Florida Fire School. Remember, our ultimate goal is for you to be safe and return home after every call. So insert those earphones or turn up those speakers. The Five Alarm Task Force is being dispatched right now. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, whenever you may be listening to us. Welcome to another episode of Five Alarm Task Force, news and issues for today's first responders. I'm your host, Steve Green. My guest on today's show is going to be a great friend of the show and supporter, firefighter Aaron Zamzow from Madison, Wisconsin. Aaron has over 25 years uh, in the fitness industry, a great deal of which is focused on firefighter health, wellness, and fitness for duty, which we're going to talk about with Aaron today. But before that, we have a little bit of podcast business. And the first business is a congratulations, best wishes to us, to us, to the Five Alarm Task Force family. And that is because this show, according to our estimates and calculations, is our 150th podcast of Five Alarm Task Force News and Issues for Today's First Responders. And we talk about that a little bit later in the show, but I want to take a moment to thank my guests, first and foremost, because without you, I would not have a show. Believe me, I'm not that interesting. I could not keep listeners entertained for 150 shows for, uh, you know, well over close to 500 hours of, of time altogether. So thank you for accepting an invitation from somebody you didn't know. And for you, my listeners, I can't thank you enough. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have any need for guests because I wouldn't have a podcast. We'll talk a little bit more about this later on in the show. But again, my thanks to both my guests and my listeners for staying with me and uh, following us for 150 shows. It's great to be able to give something back to the avocation for me that I loved so much. Okay, so now I already told you about our guest, Aaron Zamzow. Aaron will be here, or Zam as he likes to be known. Uh, We'll be with a few minutes. If you are a first-time listener or a relatively new listener, welcome to the show. We're glad to have you with us. And you can find all our previous episodes, 
that means 149 other ones, if you go to our website, www.dalmatianproductions.tv, and just hit the podcast tab in the top of the homepage, and that will take you directly to our library page, where you can listen live, or you can download, or you can share whatever you want to do with that library of podcasts. And while you're on our website to listen to the podcast, don't forget on that homepage to sign up for our newsletter, the Five Alarm Task Force newsletter. We send it out several times a year. We do not send out spam whatsoever. All you do is need to just register with an email address. We will not give that away to third parties. We will not sell it. We will not give it away unless there's a legal reason why we must. And we'll send that out to you, as I mentioned, uh, just several times a year with news and uh, anything to do with Dalmatian Productions and our uh, podcast. Now, if you uh, follow us on Facebook at Dalmat Prod or Dalmat Prod Fire, please be sure to like us and send us a message. Let us know that you're listening. Let us know there's a show you'd like us to do for you, and we'll do our best to make it happen. So... Just make sure on Facebook that you like us at either location. Again, forward slash Dalmat Prod or Dalmat Prod Fire. And if you are one of our listeners who listens to our podcast through a podcast app like iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, you can find us on all of those platforms. And all we ask you to do is when you find us there, please give us a good review. Give us like five stars. Very important because that will raise us up in the eyes of that platform and it will make it easier for others who are looking forward to us to find us. So no matter which podcast platform you're on, please look for the review section and make sure you give us some good news. And if uh, finally, if you'd like to share your enjoyment of the show with friends and family, you can do so. And at the same time, help a wonderful firefighting charity, the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation. So how does this work? It's very simple. Just visit our online store with our friends from Teespring. You go to this URL address, bit, capital B as in boy, it dot Lee, L-Y, forward slash Dalmat with a capital D and a store and the word store with a capital S. So it reads after the forward slash Dalmat store, bit.ly forward slash Dalmat store with a capital D and a capital S. And you'll see several T-shirts you can choose from or several mugs that you can choose from. And they'll be delivered directly to uh, the person you want to receive it. Or you can send it to yourself if you want to give yourself a gift. And then a portion of the proceeds, the net proceeds, will go through a, a check from me to the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation. I've sent several already. And we're looking forward to sending another one in the not-too-distant future. So again... That website is capital B, B-I-T, bit.ly forward slash Dalmat store. Pick out a couple of T-shirts and a couple of mugs, share it with those you care about, and at the same time, help the wonderful charity at the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation. And that's it. That's all the business we got to do. So we'll be right back with our special guest, and we'll continue with our special guest, Aaron Zamzow, and continue to celebrate our 150th episode a five alarm task force. So we'll be right back right after these words. Please stay tuned. New technology for the fire service seems to appear almost every day. And that technology demands a learning curve 
especially if we're talking about thermal imaging cameras. That's where Insight Fire Training LLC is your best bet. With an excellent reputation across the U.S., Insight Fire Training will meet all your tick training needs. Their curriculum is peer-reviewed and has been used internationally. Their instructors are Level 1 Thermography Certified, and they have taught in 33 states and 4 countries. Their courses run from introductory to training the trainers. Courses are available online, for the classroom, classroom hybrid, and even live fire. Insight Training LLC is proficient in over 40 thermal imaging cameras, so you feel confident they will know your make and model. Best of all, programs are customized to your specific needs and their cadre of fire service veterans are vetted craftsmen of Project Kill the Flashover. They are so proficient that they have trained tick manufacturers on how to best use and sell their own product. That's Insight Fire Training, LLC. Look them up on InsightTrainingLLC.com. Your best bet for tick training. Would you like to meet up with Andy and the team from Insight Training? Well, 2019 will be the year to do it. Here's some of their upcoming schedule. This weekend, April 19th to 20th, Hampton, Pennsylvania. Two-day classroom and live fire tactical thermal imaging training with instructors Andy Starnes and Thomas Anderson. April 26th to 28th, Caddo Parish, Louisiana. A 12-hour live fire and classroom presentation on tactical thermal imaging, enhanced search methodology with instructors Andy Starnes and Thomas Anderson. May 2nd to the 4th, the VCOS Fire Chiefs Conference. Instructor Andy Starnes presents spiritual survival in the fire service. All proceeds go to charity. May 10th through 12th, West Virginia Public Safety Expo. Insight Training will conduct an eight-hour live fire training event where students will complete various scenario-based objectives. This course is well attended and it has our third year teaching here. It represents Kanawha County region and a few states surrounding West Virginia. Instructors Thomas Anderson, Terrence Shoemate, Andy Starnes, and Joey Baxa. June 14th, North Metro Fire Department in Colorado for an eight-hour tactical thermal imaging classroom training. Insight Training, LLC, your best bet for tick training. The Firehouse Tribune, where inspiration was forged by those who came before us, opening the doors for us to build a path, a path to share our mission with the rest of the emergency service world. With a small, tight-knit team of first responders dedicated to sharing experiences and knowledge, we constantly strive to provide our followers with thought-provoking content from all aspects of emergency services and life. Our contributors speak at top fire and EMS conferences in the country. They have been guests on numerous fire service podcasts and will even come and speak at your firehouse or event. Interested? Visit their website, www.thefirehousetribune.com and find them on Facebook using The Firehouse Tribune and on Twitter, at FH Tribune, and on Instagram, FH Tribune. We live by one motto, not just in emergency services, but in life as well. Excellence is a habit, not a goal. We look forward to hearing from you soon. Until next time, work hard, stay safe, and live inspired. Welcome to Chief Miller. Chief Miller operates the largest social media page dedicated to the men and women of the fire service from around the world. Check him out on Instagram at Chief underscore Miller. 
Find him on Twitter at Chief underscore Miller. And check out the website where you can find Chief Miller Apparel at ChiefMillerApparel.com. Hello and welcome back to this episode of Five Alarm Task Force, news and issues for today's first responders. And I'm your host, Steve Green. And with me today is a returning guest, a real great friend of the podcast and a wonderful supporter who's been working with us almost since the very beginning. And that's our good friend, um, (laughs) we started already. I was doing fine. Aaron Zamzow. Aaron has over 17 years of firefighting experience on an all-call paid firefighter in Golden Valley, Minnesota, and is currently a career firefighter and training officer in Madison, Wisconsin. He is the owner of Fire Rescue Fitness, a company that creates uh, workout programs and fitness articles that focus on fire rescue athletes fit for duty. Aaron holds a Bachelor of Science degree in Health and Wellness, is a certified strength and conditioning specialist, a National Academy of Sports Medicine certified personal trainer, and an IAFF IAFC peer fitness trainer. He has also worked in the fitness industry for over 20 years and has experience working with the general population as well as athletes from the NBA, NFL, and NHL. He is the author of The Ultimate Fire Rescue Athlete Workout and other fitness programs catered towards fire rescue athletes and has recently been published in Firehouse Firehouse Fire Rescue Magazine, Firefighter Nation, and in the PFFW, the Professional Firefighters of Wisconsin Quarterly. In 2016, he presented at Firehouse Expo and Firehouse World. At Firehouse Expo, Aaron headed and conducted the Firehouse Fit for Duty workouts and was a prominent speaker during the event. He has appeared on numerous radio and television programs and presents to fire departments all over the country. He lives by and teaches the motto, train like a life depends on it. Aaron, great to have you back. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me, Steve. Well, whoever you were describing there uh, sounds pretty smart. But yeah. uh, <laughs> I've tried to get him as, as a guest. The bio, oh. I thought, yeah, boy, I, I guess I did do that. I did do that. Uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a great journey. It's, it's uh, I really appreciate the opportunity to come back. And, and we've had some great dialogue and some great podcasts about fitness and the fire service. And I know that it's been um, uh, it's been a, a, a really uh, kind of a growing topic the last five or 10 years, actually, since I've been involved in the fire service. It's been great to uh, be able to speak and present. And uh, I just wrote for another uh, another article for uh, Size Up magazine in New York. And now I'm on the board for Firehouse and uh, travel around. I was just in Memphis. I'll be in Washington next week. And I just uh, I get overwhelmed by the by the opportunity just to talk about it. So um, you know, I really appreciate the opportunity. Well, we're happy to have you. And as you said in our in your previous episodes with us, you've we've had some really great response. You've uh, talked about some of the winners of your uh, contest, the annual contest that you run, and how positive a difference it made in their lives. And of course, you basically uh, since the very be- nearly the very beginning of the show got me into. I had just. When we first met on the show, I had just finished dropping close to 40 pounds. At that That's point, right, yep. I've kept uh, all but about 10 uh, about ten of it off. Go back and forth a little bit. That's your winter weight, though. You'll drop that this summer, right? You'll oh, yeah. start walking more. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I, I enjoy it. I mean, it's it's not something that I was doing because I had to. This was my choice to do it. 
uh, when I decided after the first couple of weeks, I really did get to enjoy it. I found my pace listening to podcasts as I walked. So I got to learn, listen to other great people and other great podcasts out there. Most of most of what I listen to is dealing with the fire service, and it's so great to hear all these other podcasters out there having terrific guests, great instructors, just people who are building up the this job that we love to do. And mm-hmm. you were one of the people who, at that point, inspired me with the concept of fitness for duty. And we made that as part of the mission statement of the show, is that it's firefighter health, wellness, and fitness for duty. And as as a matter of fact, on on the QT, now don't tell anybody this because you know <laughs> this is just between you and me. But yeah, we course. are going to be working on panel about firefighter health uh, and wellness coming up. We yeah. It's not said yet. We don't have a date yet. We're getting some interested parties to uh, participate. It's it's one of a couple of panels that we're working on to do. We had one panel about uh, recruitment and retention in the volunteer service that went over very well. And now we have a couple more coming up, one of which, one of which actually is uh, going to be with Chief Victor Conley of Irving, Texas. And I first interviewed Chief Conley because of their blocking program for their department at emergencies on active roadways. However, just within a couple of weeks after that interview, uh, I got connected with another gentleman regarding the health program that that fire department, Irving, Texas, uh, Mm -hmm. started over 25 years ago as part of the in-house program that you had to do because they had so few firefighters over 50 on the department back then, and those who were over 50 basically were the slugs, and that was it. Right. Today. Right, but that's common, very common. Right. In the, I, I think with a lot of fire departments at this this day and age. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, I, I think there's a, there's a huge turnover about to happen in the fire service, and um, even like Irvine, there's there are some great departments out there that are doing a lot of positive things. Um, and I think there's a lot of departments that struggle a little bit um, trying to find the direction uh, for health, wellness, and fitness. Um, so the, the more panels we do, the more discussions we do, the more podcasts we do, I think the better. And and eventually we'll get this thing right. But, um, you know, and, and I'd be happy to help you if, you. if you need anything with that, you know I'm here for yeah, you. Great, thank so you. So you let me know. Will um, do. But today, that same department, Irving, Texas, now has over 80 firefighters over the age of 50. And they have uh-huh. firefighters in yep. the early 60s still working driver engineers, still humping hose, all because they all bought into this program. So yeah. there's no doubt in, you know, we have proof positive. You've seen it in your work. Uh, I, you shared it with me, th- thankfully enough. I'm very gracious, you know, very thankful for your generosity in sharing that when we did that second podcast with you, announcing you winners. And now oh, we yeah. have a yeah. now you have a department like this, a major metro department, metro D- Dallas department, that said, you know what, we're going to do this program to make healthy firefighters. No, it's not going to be a punitive program, and it's funny because. In in a couple of in the span of two weeks or three weeks it was two podcasts over three weeks, 
One was about this fitness program, and the other one was about what real rehab has to be on the fire ground. Yeah. And yet both of those, my both of my guests for those two shows spoke that the first reaction when they bring br- would bring up that, those topics with their firefighters was always punitive. Am I, do I yeah. have to do this physical program because I'm being punished? Or, uh, you know, do I, uh, you know, why do I have to train like this? Am I being punished? We see now that, you know, you're not being punished. You're not being held back from going back in the building. We'd love, love you to go through three bottles before you sit through rehab. But you can barely go through 10 minutes with your first bottle. And now you're coming out and you need an extended rehab on scene. So how can we in good faith put you back in that building when you're just wiped? Your your temp, your core temperature is high, your blood pressure is high. You know, we can't have you serving like this. Well, you're punishing and me. Probably as well. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yep. So Well, and I think that I think that comes down to though, um, you know, a topic that we that we're gonna address today is you know, personal fitness and what we're trying to do and what I believe the solution to a lot of our health ailments is to change people's outlook and change their mindset from a standpoint of, let's not look at doing this from a punitive standpoint. Let's look in the mirror and say, what do I need to do to perform my job better, to provide better service to my community, to be a better leader within my department to be a better husband, to be a better spouse, to be a better partner. What can I do personally? And a lot of that comes down to managing your own health and fitness, right? Where um, we, we look at our departments, I think, to guide us and where I think we need to start looking is in the mirror first, because personal responsibility, pride is where fitness and health and wellness starts, I believe. Um, and it, it, when I used to work with athletes, that same thing showed through and, uh, you know, the physical, uh, capabilities and the physical ailments and the physical uh, motions that we do on a fire ground are very similar to what athletes go through. I mean, you have to train for this particular job and we addressed it in our previous podcast. Right. And I, I believe that, that, um, departments, uh, have a, and play a role in it, but ultimately, you know, whether your department supports fitness, health, wellness, whatever, you got to look in the mirror, right? Absolutely. And, and that, and that, that comes into why these things don't happen. So, uh, you know, you address the, the bottle where departments say, Hey, we got to take action for those people that maybe aren't fit for duty as well as they should be. Um, because we have to protect ourselves and them. And so they, they put, possible like SOGs and, and policies in place. Um, but, you know, going back to the personal responsibility and, and unfortunately, you know, you just talked about your 10 pounds, right? right. You, you lost 40, put 10 back on in our, in our area of, of work, we don't have seasons. Um, right. I used to work with football players from the NFL and we would have different workout programs based on their season and they could gain that 20 or 30 pounds a little bit in the off season and take a little break. But unfortunately we don't have to, cause our shifts are all, all year round. And, and if you're in a volunteer department, who knows, you, you have to always be ready. You don't really know when, 
Mr. Jones or Mrs. Jones is going to have that house fire or that car accident, right? So, That's for sure. Um, you know, and, and so what happens is that we go through these little, um, you know, mini seasons where we we have maybe a little lapse in our fitness and uh, we we look in the mirror and we say, all right, I got to do something about it. And, um, you know, and that brings up what we're going to talk about today really are, are those excuses that we all use. That's um, sure. That's, it, yeah. It, it, Right. Like, and I sure you use some, I know I do. That's where this, this whole podcast actually came from. You know, when, when we uh, talked, I said, Hey, I use a lot of these excuses and uh, I just published an article on firerescuefitness.com about it and got some great responses. And, um, and, and it's a, a great topic to talk about, right? Absolutely. This is what, and you know, some people say, well, you know, you've done that enough. No, I haven't done enough because if I see the next, the next, trade monthly trade that comes out and i see that three out of the five or six line of duty deaths are listed to medical causes then no we haven't done enough no you know and i I believe that it's changing the culture is changing like you had mentioned urban texas and their fitness department um i was just in memphis talking to them i'll be in washington talking to um fire chiefs there um i was just down in la for firehouse world and the amount of attention and the amount of, um, I guess, focus with health and wellness is there. The next step of that is the application part of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think that, that, that follows suit personally. You know, we all use these excuses. We realize we have them. And then the second part of that is, all right, I need to apply or, or take some action against that excuse. And, um, so it's it's a cycle, but I, I really have seen very very positive strides, and uh, I'm with you 100 percent on this. Is that we're not there yet. Um, hopefully someday we will be, but um, you know that's why we need to talk about these things. So uh, so I'm excited to tell you, you know, over the last 25 years, I've worked with physical or you know personal training clients. I've worked with athletes in the last 15, actually more than 15, it's been firefighters. And it's funny how the same reasons and the same excuses come up. Now, <laughs> these same excuses correlate with my own personal life. I'll be honest. Like, um, this isn't just uh, what people are telling me their excuses. I've used them. I'll be honest. I'd, I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't. But um, I've managed to overcome them. And sometimes it's easier than than others. But um you know, I think we're all in this together. I think that's the most important thing. And, and Steve, we've talked about it, uh, you know, in your own per- personal fitness. Like we all have those times where we maybe don't have enough energy or we, we uh, kind of fall off a little bit. So these are excuses that are applicable to everybody, and, including you and me, right? Absolutely. Yep. So let's talk about them, right? Let's go. Let's, what, are, let's, what, uh, what do you what think, do you think is the, the top five excuses are for fitness? Uh, well, one of them would be I don't have the time. <laughs> yep. That's the number one reason. You right. nailed that one. And by the way, we haven't rehearsed this. So no, we what didn't. else do you, is on that list? No, I would say um, I got too much to do. I take care of the kids. I got them or uh, there's just not enough time. Well, that's the same thing. I don't want to say not yep. enough time in the day. It's not easy to cook like that. It takes a lot more effort to have to cook and like and measure every single thing down to the the littlest nano weight uh, to see yep. if it's healthy. Too expensive. 
yes. too expensive to, to yeah. Yep. It's a lot cheaper to eat what we want to eat because it's fast and filling, even if it's not good for us. Yep. All right. I gave you three and a half. So let's real quick, what we're going to talk about and what I found are the top five are number one is time. You nailed that one. Right. Number two is a, uh, a lack of motivation. So oh, that's good. we need to be motivated to exercise. Number three is I don't know how to, and you kind of addressed it with effort with nutrition, um, but I don't know how to work out. I don't know how to, how to cook properly. Uh, or I don't know what I should be doing. Number four that I've always found out and used is I'm too tired. I just too tired, uh, to do it. And then number five is, um, I don't have time. I know we said it number one, but right. it is by far the number one, number two, number three. I think it's, it, we all find ways to not have time. And so, uh, I wanted to address it from two different angles actually sure uh so we got time we got motivation we got i don't know what to do we got um too uh, tired uh, time again and uh so let's let's talk about those different things and, and if you're hopefully as you're uh listening to this you're nodding your head and going yeah i've used those <laughs> um because i know i have right and and Steve, we talked earlier, you have used these as well. Oh, um, yeah. My head was, I was like that duck that drinks out of the cup of water. You know, my head was <laughs> nodding up and down. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you had mentioned about expensive. I think that's probably number five, a little like six and seven. That's part of it. And, and we'll maybe address that a little bit um, as we talk too. But I think the biggest thing we wanted to talk about right away is time. And there's a meme going around, um, I like to do these little motivational posts. I on, I do try to do them on Instagram every day. And there's this, there's this meme that says, oh, you have time. You just chose to do something else. Now, when you first say that, of course, I know people will, will, will kind of get defensive and say, wait a minute, you don't know me. You don't know my life. I got all these responsibilities. I got to get the kids here. I got to do this. I got, you know, an on-call job. I got this to do and I got that to do and I, I get it. I get it. We all have responsibilities and that, that takes up a majority of our time. And, uh, and we'll address in the second part, how to break your day down to really get you kind of a look in the, in the mere moment about what you do, what you're actually doing with your time. But the first thing I wanted to talk about with time is choices. Um, you have time, you just choose to do something else. Now, of course I've used this myself, so I'm not trying to be judgmental. I'm trying to say, Hey, you know, I've done that, that too. And I think part of it is this, when you think about working out, a lot of times people automatically think I need an hour to an hour and a half to two hours to dedicate. Um, would you agree with that, Steve? I think sometimes oh, yeah. we talk ourselves into that. Absolutely. You expect, you know, I can't, I got to do this, you know, two hours a day, five days a week or seven days a week. I just can't do that. I just don't have the time. Right. And, and so, you know, I think we, we kind of, expect uh that we have to like you said we have to do that 90 minute workout or a 60 minute workout and if i'm not i'm not going to get anything out of it well research shows that even 15 to 20 minutes and making that 15 to 20 minutes maybe a little more high intensity you're actually going to burn more calories than you would in a lower intensity hour workout so right away we can debunk the fact that you need to work out for an hour every single day 
And the second part of that is, look, some exercise is better than none. And as we age, um, you know, we've also addressed this, that mobility is one of the things that goes. So if you have 15 minutes or make 15 minutes as a firefighter uh, in your 40s, my my recommendation would be to focus on moving better. So work on stretching, mobility work um, for two reasons. One, it gets the blood flowing. You feel a lot better. And two, you start to move better and perform better. So I think part of it is first things first, you don't have to work out for an hour a day. Let's try to change our mindset there. The second thing is if you just carve out 15 to 20 minutes, let's look at being efficient and effective in that 15 to 20 minutes. So if you're over 40, I would say work on mobility. If you're in your 30s, try to get moving faster, work on more cardio. If you're in your 20s, I know you're going to want to lift weights, but, you know, lift with good form and posture. Uh, so, so think about, you know, what your actual goal is. And, um, and then here's something that will kind of slap you in the face. is A 30-minute workout is only 2% of your day, just 2%. Mm. And if you break it up into two 15-minute segments, um, you know, Steve, you had talked when, when we first started uh, our first podcast, you were walking more. Right. And, uh, you know, you were you had worked, I think you had worked your way up to about 40 or 60-minute walks, but you started with 15 minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah, I started with 15, and I was up to, uh, usually it was about an hour and a quarter to get the two miles to two and a half miles, depending on the weather and what it was like already that morning, but this was at five thirty in the morning. I was walking. Right. But you didn't start there. You kind of no. said, Hey, I'm just going to start walking yeah. 15 minutes. And then all of a sudden it's because you enjoyed it. You well, started not- to enjoy that, that, um, that walk. And you started to enjoy them just spending time working on your health and fitness. And, and, um, and it, it's always great to talk to you because when, when I remind you of that, I can tell in your voice how, how you did enjoy that. And, 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 you know, you started at square one and, and you started to work your way up. And, and I think a lot of times that first step is the hardest one, but if you just think, say to yourself, look, 30 minutes is 2% of my day. I'm just going to start walking. I'm going to start with some mobility stuff. Um, I'm going to start with just some, some light body weight stuff. I don't need to join a gym um, or we have stuff at the firehouse. I'm going to go down there, especially if you're on shift for 24 hours I believe you really don't have many excuses. Like you walk by that workout room quite a few times throughout your shift, just spend 15 minutes there. Right. Um, so the first item that I wanted to just talk about is we, we automatically tell ourselves we don't have time, partially because we think we need to do 60 to 90 minutes. But the solution to the time really lies in your mindset. Change your mindset. Instead of saying, oh, my gosh, I can't commit to 60 minutes, commit to 15. And just start to um, tell yourself, look, this 15, we're just going to start moving. We're going to start doing this every single day or every other day. And you'll find all of a sudden that you do have more time. And that that little 15 minutes will eventually move into that 45 or a minute or an hour and a half walk because you start to enjoy it more. So rule number one, time Think about it a little bit. Realize that it's only 30 minutes is only 2% of your day. Um, and then on that, too, uh, I know social media is big. I would recommend listening to great podcasts like this as you work out. And you kind of kill two birds with one stone, right? And, like, that's what you were doing. Yeah, exactly what I was doing. 
And, and so that started to motivate you to, hey, I, I'll walk an extra five minutes just to listen to the end of this podcast. I like to watch a lot of video, uh, YouTube and, and everything. You have so many different um, resources in your the palm of your hand. Um, uh, studying for my EMT exams, I like to hop on the bike and do 30 minutes of riding. And, and that's how I study for EMT. So number one, you have time. You just got to find a way, change your mindset and um, start small and, and continually work your way up. So um, that's what we're going to start with for time. We're going to come back to it. And I think um, we can break it down a little bit further. So we got time. The second one is motivation. And um, boy, I got a, uh, something that I, I like to, to quote a lot is from the fire service, if you need some motivation to start exercising, how about avoiding death? That's a really good motivator oh, right sure there. Is. Because, right? Because you addressed it. What kills us? Right. That's heart attacks, strokes. And you see those statistics still. They have not changed. And I don't know. How many years have you been following those stats? Oh, I've been following those stats for years um, in, the two, in the two main trades that I get. Um, I've been following there and that kind of led, led me to join, um, social media even before we started pushing the, the new show. Um, I just tried to do that because I was just tired of seeing firefighters in their twenties and thirties and early to mid forties dying of, uh, what could have been preventable health issues. Yes. Yep. And now you add to that cancer, right? That's on that list as now, well. Now we just, we've added cancer, the scourge that cancer, and I can tell you now from second person, second hand, that a firefighter that I've met through the Great Florida Fire School, a great guy, he's with the, I think it's the Southwest Florida Fools. I don't know exactly their Fools chapter, but he's he's one of the leaders of that chapter, a great guy. A guy who knows as much as about firefighting, both starting them and 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 putting them out, as you can imagine, and mm-hmm. uh, he was just diagnosed at the beginning of the week with uh, stage three pancreatic cancer, and you would never expect from this guy who works outside there, where we set up the the program, the hot programs for using ticks, how to use a tick, what you can mm-hmm. do with it. So we do that at the school and and. The showman is is in charge of helping to set those those smoke fires. So the trailers really bank down pretty heavy with smoke, and the students get to really take that knowledge they just got from the lecture, and get in there and actually get to learn and use it. But only because this gentleman knows how to start the fire and that kind of stuff, just using some basic materials like some sawdust and straw and some old wood pallets and it's tucked away in the curve and everybody and everybody is monitored but this guy is such a powerhouse out there you just didn't think that there, there was a brick wall that he could not run through right and right but it but that brick wall that cancer is is very prevalent and it's growing um and and you know i think the fire service is doing a good job at, at creating awareness for it. And, and maybe that's another podcast that we can do is, uh, you know, I, I believe the magic formula is really what we're talking about here is finding a way to make 
time for your health and to avoid using these excuses. I, I really believe that because, you know, we talked about, you know, motivation. Well, now cancer is killing us. We have heart attacks. We have strokes. We have, um, you know, sleep apnea. We have all these different health issues that all can be combated with not a hundred percent, but can really, really reduce your risk by staying with a proper exercise uh, program and diet. You know, most cancers are 20 to 30% reducible or uh, with proper health and wellness and fitness. Uh, you know, we've talked about reducing your, your minimizing your risk of heart attack and stroke with working out and eating properly. These should be motivating things to any member of the fire service. Now, if it's not, I get it. Sometimes it may not be in your face, but I'm just like we were talking about cancer is there. It's, it's growing, it's growing, it's growing, and it's affecting a lot of us. And we need to realize that fire wipes are great. Saunas, eh, we can debate that all, all day long. All these different things, cleaning your PPE is a great step, but really the base and the foundation of that should start with what you put in your mouth and, and how you move your body. These should be motivating factors. So if your excuse is that you're not motivated, read any article about health and wellness in the fire service. Read any statistic on what kills us. That should motivate you. The other thing I tell people, and what motivated me was, um, you know, the fact that I just don't want to let my crew down. And I've talked to firefighters all over the country where they had a call where they were that particular individual that they were jeopardizing their crew's health because they weren't fit enough. Um, you know, and, and it may be that call. It may be that, that wake up call, as I like to say it, but I, I wish that you don't experience that. Um, I, w I hope it gets to a point where you look in the mirror personally, like I did and said, I just don't want to let my, my crew down. I, and part of it is that, with my crew, we all have a lot of guys in my crew are young. They have young kids. And I see those young kids and I think in the back of my head, I want to do everything I can to make sure that, that their dad goes home. And that's just my personal view on it. And um, it's what motivates me to get my butt in the gym and to eat better. So, you know, for us on the fire service, avoiding death should be motivating not letting down your crew, setting an example for your department and going home to your family should all be motivating factors. And um, so I, I hope that that kind of touches people a little bit. You know, I, I personally, like I said, I work out because I never want to tell my crew, my family or my department, I wasn't fit enough. Now, I know crap still happens, but we try to minimize our risk at all regard on the fire ground, whether it's responding to a fire, responding to a an accident, we minimize risk. And I think minimizing risk starts with your own personal health and wellness. So you need to find something that will motivate you. Now, we talked about, you know, family, crew, you know, um, uh, the statistics. Here's other stuff. You know, I like to put on a calendar every once in a while, check off a calendar, get some motivating music, um, motivate yourself with some rewards, whether it's a massage every week. Uh, we have done, and we've talked about the Fit for Duty Challenge here, Fire Rescue Fitness. We do an, a Fit for Duty Challenge where I just put up my own money, uh, where you follow a program for eight weeks, you finish the program, you get a t-shirt, you get 
entered into um, a, a lottery system where you can win prizes like Gerber tools, um, all kinds of stuff, uh, TRX, uh, some Paragon nutrition supplements. So, um, you know, find a contest like that or create one with your crew, a little weight loss challenge, but find something to motivate you. Um, and I believe that there's enough around us. Um, and sometimes that's all you need to do is pick your head up from your phone or your computer and look around. Right. Very true. So, and, and that's something that, that, you know, like to me, again, these are excuses that I use. Sometimes I'm not motivated, but I try to look for things around me that help, you know, my, my kid, my crew's family coming in motivates me. Um, you know, I, I get to do these podcasts that motivates me. People send me emails all the time, which I highly encourage questions about fitness. And that motivates me because I just don't want to let those people down. So anyways, I think that's a great, great place to stop right there. So we addressed two of the big ones. We talked about not having enough time and motivation. And uh, I think we could come back and we're going to address the other ones about not knowing what to do um, time again and uh, too tired. I think those are really, really uh, some, some obviously valid excuses, but we're going to give you some tools to combat them as we come back into that second segment. All right. Sounds good. All right, folks. Well, we'll be right back with our guest, Aaron Zamzow, otherwise officially known as Zam, uh, as we talk <laughs> about firefighter fitness and wellness and fitness for duty right here on Five Alarm Task Force. We'll be right back with that after these words. Please stay tuned. The tone sound and the dispatcher announces stations 14 and 16, working residential structure. That was all you needed to hear. You jump up from your chair, head to the engine, and climb into the jump seat. As the cue screams, you take stock of your PPE, bunker pants, check, turnout coat, check, hood, check, gloves, check, escape line, check, SCBA strapped on, you're ready. Upon arrival, you jump off the apparatus, grab the loops of the red cross lay, and head for the open front door where smoke is pouring out. You make sure your buddy's behind you. You crouch low and make your way inside. You trust the SCBA mask hanging on your tool belt. What? Stop everything. What the hell are you thinking? You see it's a working room and contents fire, and the smoke is banking down almost to the floor. Who do you think you are, Superman? One breath of that crap and the smoke will damage you in some way, guaranteed. All the soot, carbon, carcinogens, and other outgassing materials will enter your body through the pores on your unprotected face. Don't be the domino. The first person down that forces everyone else to change their tasks to take care of you. Always remember, face peace on. You have comrades depending on you and a family to go home to. Face peace on. No matter where we live or no matter the season, there is always work to be done that makes us sweat. Just how can we keep cool? Well, Hennessy Distributing has the answer. Cool towels. Cool towels are 100% cotton towel and pre-moistened with all natural ingredients. The best part? No water is needed. Just open your cool towel pack, remove the towel and give it a couple of shakes, and you're all set. Wrap it around your neck like a kerchief, wipe your face, arms, neck, or any exposed skin, and it is approximately 20 to 30 degrees below the ambient temperature. Wait, did it warm up? No problem. Just shake it a couple of times again, and cool towel delivers its refreshing cool touch all over again. When the cooling mixture has expired, use your cool towel as you would any cloth or rag around the house. Because it is manufactured from 100% cotton, your cool towel is 100% recyclable. 
For more information or to get your cool towel today, visit www.cooltowel.com or call 1-800-918-8323. Remember, you're going to work and you're going to sweat. Make Cool Towel your answer to keeping cool. You're ready to call it a night. The kids are tucked in, the lights are out, and the dog's in the den. Seems all is calm. But stop. It's not all right. To keep you and your family safe in the event of a fire, we're advising you to close before you doze. Close your bedroom doors when you go to sleep. Why? Because closed doors dramatically decrease heat and carbon monoxide levels, which provide trapped occupants more time for help to arrive. And closed doors can slow the spread of the fire, increase oxygen levels, and decrease temperatures dramatically. You've invested in smoke, fire, and carbon monoxide detectors. You've even practiced Edith drills with your family. Now learn another important way to protect all of you. Close before you doze. Also remember, if you are able to escape, make sure the last one out closes the main door. Remember, close before you doze. This message is brought to you by the UL Fire Safety Team, closebeforeyoudoze.org, your local fire department, and this podcaster. And welcome back to this episode of Five Alarm Task Force, news and issues for today's first responders. I'm your host, Steve Green. My guest today is returning guest, a firefighter. Uh, actually, are you, you're a lieutenant already, Aaron? Or are you still? No. No? Still? No. no. So I am a, I'm a firefighter. Um, jet, um, firefighter. I've, I've been a training, training. officer there. Right. I've gone through six or seven different academies. Um, but um, right now, I really enjoy riding backwards and um, it allow, also allows me to travel a little bit and, and really focus on pushing the, the, the fitness, um, right. uh, right now. And it's just, that's what's where my, uh, my attention has really been, but, uh, I've had some great opportunities by my, given to me by my fire department to do, um, you know, a lot of help work on health and wellness and, and really work with our recruits. So I'm, I'm just having a blast doing what I'm yeah, doing. That's what it's all about sometimes. And to make this uh, episode a little bit more special, if you missed the very beginning of it when you tuned in, is that according to our calculations, this is our 150th episode of Five Alum Task Force. And I, I couldn't think of a, a better guest to have with me uh, then you, Aaron, because you, you kind of brought me, you were kind of like nursed me along when we, when I got started, I was looking for somebody and fitness was something I had already heard about. And I saw your articles and, uh, firehouse. And I said, yeah, I'm going to try to get this guy. He probably doesn't know me from Adam, so he won't bother to be, to respond, but at least I can make the effort. Well, I did, you did. And this is our third show together. So, yeah. uh, well, thank I really you. appreciate it. It's been great to watch you grow this. And, uh, again, it's an honor to be with you. Congrats on 150. This is, this is great. Um, and, and I'm, I'm, I just been, been glad to be, a, uh, you know, again for the opportunity, but to be along for the whole ride and to watch and to listen. And, um, so congrats to you. Well, 150. That's great. Thank you very much. But my, the thanks really belong to my guests and my listeners. We have listeners and over 40 countries covering six continents. Um, I never, ever even had an inkling that uh, I, we would have that kind of an audience. Numbers fluctuate, you know, because they're all different ways now that people access podcasts. It's not always downloads is not the main number to look at any longer, but it's an important number. And depending on the show and the topic, we get them. But the ones we know that we do on cancer and firefighter fitness get a lot of not only play 
in the initial week or two that it's out. But I can look back like over a year and I'll see that a couple of the fitness episodes constantly were ranked up like in the top 10, even though if they, even though they were, might've been a couple of months before. So we know that, that through the, the wonderful generosity of my guests who have given of their time and the listeners who do their best to find us when we were only on one place first. And then finally we started getting out into other podcast platforms. Now we're on just about everyone that's out there. It's great to see that we've been able to carry this message. And we're not the only ones. It's, there's no we. It's really me because I don't have anybody else who works with me here. It's all on my shoulders and, and with my loving and endearing thanks to my wonderful wife who puts up with all the hours I spend in this little studio, fourth bedroom, yep. to do my editing and my interviews. But it's I know that we've made an effort. We've made and we've had some successes on various topics. We've had some successes with the cancer topic. We've had some successes with the fitness topic. These are the topics, while other ones like technology we really need today, and those are great topics. We've had some great people on with technology. we got to have firefighters who are healthy enough to be in the fire service to use the technology. So basically everything we do boils down to the job that we love to do, but we have to physically be able to do it. And you said it basically in, in, in that for, middle of that first segment. If we, when we take our oath to be a firefighter, we take an oath to save the lives and property of the members of the community in which we serve. Well, if we're saving lives, we damn well better start with our own. Right. Yes, because without that, then we're wasting time. Uh, And the next guy or the next girl, they say, well, he's not having to do it. So I don't think I'll do it either. So there's another one that doesn't do it. And everyone that doesn't do it is taking a a link out of the chain of those of us who can work together and do this job. So that's why it's been so important for me to have people like you on to talk about fitness and to talk about it in a simple, down-to-earth manner that you've given great substitutes. I mean, you have, you know, my, my daughter's still been going through an issue with her back. Uh, she's actually going through, finally, to, today, She has, she's getting the first MRI that we finally got approved for her to go through. So we'll have an idea of what the problem is because we still don't know what it is. We don't know if it's muscular in nature or if it's skeletal in nature, but we need to know. And so to do that, she finally decided that she was going to listen to her old man. And <laughs> and that before she could... Did you get her could, to do some rolling too? I'm last, sorry. Last yeah. Time we talked, oh, yeah. We, she did the rolling. She's done the rolling. Yeah, absolutely. She's tried that. She tried a couple of the other ones that she went to your website to see. I think it was on the website. Yep. And yep. Um, that, and then I also have a YouTube page where we talk about foam rolling and some other things too. So, um, well, uh, so I'm glad that we're able to help. And, and, you know, you, I, I think you, you hit it right on the head that a lot of the stuff that we talk about can be addressed through health and wellness. Um, you know, and, and we're talking about excuses and we, we address the two major ones, which were time and motivation. And, right. um, and, and I really, I, I always 
I like to say I, I take a Forrest Gump approach to fitness. I try to simplify it as much as I can. And I think really when you look at excuses and fitness, if you, if you want to get fit, if you want to get more in shape, if you want to get leaner, if you want to get stronger, if you want to get uh, lose some weight, the, the first thing you have to give away, and the only one thing I think that you need to give away is your excuses. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I know people were waiting for some profound uh, bit of information there, but it really comes down to that because, uh, again, these are excuses that we've been talking about. I use them or, or have used them, but I also use strategies to overcome them. We talked about time being the number one reason and 30 minutes is, a, is only 2% of your day. You don't need that 60 minute workout. I mean, if you have time, eventually you'll make time for that. Sure. Um, motivation, right? Right. Like eventually if you start with 15, you'll work your, your way up to an hour like yourself. Absolutely. Uh, and then the second thing we talked about was motivation and in the fire service, heart attacks, strokes, cancers, um, our crew, our department, our family, all these things should motivate us. Um, and so with those two things addressed, the number three thing that we wanted to talk about a little bit was, um, you know, I don't really know what to do. I don't know how to train properly or I don't know how to eat properly. And um, 15, 20 years ago, when I started in the fire service uh, and, and, you know, Steve, when you got involved, there weren't podcasts, there wasn't uh, firerescuefitness.com, there wasn't uh, firehouse.com, there weren't all these different resources out there. You know, you had to go to the library or you had to buy a book, uh, you know, you had to read a book. And now there's so many different things out there. Now, I think sometimes it can be overwhelming. Very true. when we talk about using the excuse to not knowing how to train properly, I'm going to tell you right away at fire rescue fitness, there are enough blog posts and workouts and links that we can get you pointed in the right direction and get you uh, some exercises. And if you, you know, as a, as a token of my appreciation, if people want to email me, I will get set them up on a 28 day program for free. So to take away that excuse, I don't know how to train properly. I have a link for you. We'll get you a 28-day workout. We'll, we'll get you training properly. So um, we can arrange for that after, too, and, and maybe you want to leave a link on where they could do that um, mm-hmm. on the website. But I don't want this to be an excuse. And with the resources available to you, either through Fire Rescue Fitness and Firehouse and, and your podcast, um, there are resources there uh, for you. And I think part of it, just comes down to effort and making the effort. And, you know, and I, I have different workout programs that I offer at firerescuefitness.com and I'll get some emails every once in a while with people. What do I need to do? And I think the first thing that you need to do is just take a step back and review the information, take a, a little bit of ownership in your health and your wellness, and just take five minutes to read or watch a video and understand maybe the why you're doing certain things and what you need to do but in this day and age not knowing how to train properly um is no longer an excuse and especially for those listeners now we're going to set you up on a program so they get the taste of what the frf programs are are about um and so i just believe that this is really an invalid one right now um the last 15 years i've been looking at all these different resources sifting through them and using them personally 
and then trying to figure out what works best for firefighters, EMTs, and medics. And that's really what, what motivates me to um, create content, to do these podcasts, is to give uh, everyone in the fire service a really valid resource. So um, so that third excuse, we're going to debunk it right right now with that. And, and um, you know, Steve, your podcast, you've done a great job with having people talk about fitness and health and wellness and what people need to do. And um, so I think your podcast and my website, between the two of them, we got them covered, don't you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. We want to hope for that. And we hope that, you know, it's very hard, as you said in, in the last segment, that first step is always the hardest. Yes. And do I reach out and listen to that podcast? Do I reach out and read that that's thin book about it? And how to start, how do you start your makeover with just one day at a time? And if mm-hmm. and if people can do that, then there's, there's lots of material for them. They just have to make the decision to say, I want to make a change. That's it. Yeah. You don't have to say, I want to lose 15 pounds. I want to lose 28 pounds. I want to do this. Just start with, I want to make a change. Yes. I want to incorporate this into my lifestyle. I know I need to. You know, I say to Steve, go with a Steve Green fitness program. Start with 15-minute walks. Listen to podcasts and information that will help you become more healthy and fit. Right? Right. Boom. Absolutely. Get started. Yep. And uh, make sure you you stay hydrated because a lot of my walking came during the summer months. Um, so it was hot down here in, in, in South Florida, but I just kept up to it. And even though it was cool because I was walking 530 in the morning down here in South Florida, the humidity is oppressive even that early. You know, we can have 85, 88 percent humidity that early in the morning. So just be, you dress accordingly. You yep. take some water with you. And and there's no time. I had no time clock. I wasn't watching the clock to see how fast I could do a distance because I didn't measure the distance. I figured if I didn't know the distance, I wouldn't you I couldn't use it as an excuse. So yeah. I just started walking yeah. different streets in my neighborhood initially. Yeah. Until the police brought uh, me home and said this old man was lost. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody picked you up. So they just said, hey, let's let him keep going. Exactly. You know, and, and I was just reading um I was talking with my crew yesterday, my my lieutenant was was uh, saying, hey, he might start this. And he said that in a department, and I can't remember where it is, it's nice weather, but they're having their their rookies run to the store every day as part of that their fitness program. So they would follow them in the truck, and it was a way to learn the territory and a way to meet people and, and get fit at the same time. And, um, you know, and I like to ride the bike and watch videos and and read articles on fitness. And that inspires me to stay fit and also – uh, helps me create more content, but whatever you need to do to, um, you know, start moving, listen to these podcasts, watch, uh, FRF, uh, you know, YouTube page, there's workouts available for you. So, um, you know, you, you do have to make that commitment, but I, I, I trust me, you start with 15 minutes, it will lead into more. Uh, and that leads us to our next excuse. A lot of times people, We'll use the excuse, and I've used this, as I'm way too tired to work out. And uh, I knew that when we were doing this podcast, I, I, I was on shift last night. We, I was going to work out. My crew worked out at 4. We did a, a, a half an hour workout. And then I was going to do a second one because I, I wanted to um, decompress a little bit and ride the bike. And we had a call 
And all of a sudden it's 9.30 at night. And I thought, oh, no, I'm just too tired. Um, but I hopped on the bike for, and I said, I'm just going to do 10 minutes just to loosen my legs up. And that turned into 35 and it turned into reading, you know, five or six articles uh, in, in preparation for today. But, um, you know, a lot of times we do feel like we're too tired. And, and one thing that exercise helps actually give you energy, it helps your metabolic processes, it helps your body, um, you know, move better. And you start to, as you start to exercise more, you start to feel better. Um, I always like to use a, the slogan that a body in motion wants to stay in motion. A body at rest seeks more rest. And, um, you know, I think it's almost like, hey, have you ever slept so much you're tired? <laughs> oh, yeah. Has that ever happened? Definitely. Yeah. And I, I think the same, the opposite is true. Once you start moving, uh, your body wants to stay moving. So, um, you know, the other thing, too, is that if you start working with 15-minute walks and that works its way up to 30, and if you all of a sudden lose 5 or 10 pounds, every step you take is 5, or po- five pounds less, 10 pounds less. Right. And you, you start to get motivation, and, if, and you move motivation in that right way. In America, we have a tendency to gain 3 to 5 pounds a year. In the fire service, I believe in the first couple of years, that's even more. Uh, because you're exposed to shift work, you're exposed to the good foods in the fire firehouse. So my idea to you is reverse that trend um, and and just make a commitment to work out every single shift at least five or 10 minutes or 15 minutes. And you'll notice that you have more energy to work out longer. Uh, you have more energy for your shift. So um, the excuse about I'm way too tired, I get it. I, I've been there, um, but just try to do something. And that's that's maybe where if you've had a rough day, a rough shift, even foam rolling and mobility work, stretching, will help you in the next day. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, sometimes we do have to sacrifice a workout when we're on shift or we sacrifice a workout because we're picking up our kids or doing something. But um, even, you know, five minutes of yoga in the morning will help give you more energy throughout the day. Uh, and I know... That doesn't make a lot of sense, but you got to trust us on this one. And research actually backs that up. So number four, I'm way too tired to work out. Debunked right there. Um, do you have something to add on that too? I know that there's been days where you didn't want to do your walk, or your exercises, or your stretches. What, what, what helps you in those situations? Well, I think basically is that I, I have a 25-year know, history of this problem with my back and the toll it took on me. And what I have to do is sometimes I just say, you beat me down once, I'm not going to let you beat me down a second time. You know, A lot of the listeners may have heard of the old TV show, The Six Million Dollar Man. Well, yep. I, I'm the $26.46 man uh, with the... <laughs> With the the hardware that's the medical hardware that's inside of me, but that medical hardware, uh, especially the the more recent one that's almost two years old now, um, has gave has given me the ability to shake off a lot of that um, too tired stuff because that was the old way I was acting because I was I was too tired. It, there just wasn't I wasn't getting the restorative sleep at night. So I was getting maybe three to four hours of sleep at all during the night. So when your body doesn't have that rest, it doesn't recharge its batteries. Just, you know, we're all walking around with lithium-ion batteries. 
But if you don't know how to work with those batteries properly, they'll never work the way you're going to want them to work. So you have to know how to set up a pair a lithium-ion battery for the first time, how to use it down, drain it down to it's just about out of power, then recharge it. You have to do that several times. And then after that, you do it and you let it run down on its own period, and then you recharge it. Well, I found that my body was the same way. Once I started being able to move a little bit better, then I, I didn't, and I was sleeping a little bit better. And this was, again, this is not an overnight success after 25 years of, of dealing with uh, being disabled and having a, a disability injury that basically can stop your, your regular efforts of day, day-to-day life uh, because it's just too painful to move. And mm-hmm. so I, just, I use that as my encouragement. Uh, you know, that was the old days. You were too tired to get up and move. Yeah, you're a little tired now, and that's okay, but let's start slowly. Let's, let's take the dog for a walk and start with that first. And you can always take yep. the dog for a walk and bring the dog back to the house, and then after some fresh air and a little ice water, you're ready to go out again. So I'll go out again for another half hour on my own. Leave the dog in the house and go out. Go back, go on my own. Right? Go back to, to the walk again. And I always carry the, the phone with my podcast uh, headset with me. And that's how I just thought. I don't want to be like I used to be. Um, yeah. You know, I want. And now that you're there, right? That motivates you to stay. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. That yep. Every day yep. I've been fishing again that I hadn't done in, in 20, almost 25 years. Uh, fish, fresh water, salt water. We've gone out to the movies. We've gone out to dinner. I mean, the last 10 years before I got this new device, my I made my wife's life miserable. Not because right. I was being I was being an asshole about it. I just didn't feel good. I mean, yeah. you know, pain, thank goodness that we, we've got doctors for the last 10 or 15 years who have recognized pain that cannot be easily minimalized or reduced causes more problems for the body and it is actually a disease. And yeah. and, right. and, and they now the see it the body as a disease. responds to it. Exactly. Correct? Exactly. Yep. So yep. If you give in to every time you give into it, you get weaker. Every time yeah. you stand up to it, and again, that doesn't mean I'm going to go run a with my knees. You know, at 67, my <laughs> my knees aren't right. going to carry me down the end of the driveway running. But the fact mm-hmm. is that I can still get up and go do another walk, go do another half hour do something yep. outside around the house, maybe just pick up the garden, the the vegetation that's fallen off the trees and the branches and the leaves and stuff like that. Pick that up and take it in and then go in and have some cold water, maybe an apple or an orange for a snack after yep. that. That's the way. Well, and I, I think your your analogy with the lithium battery is spot on. I mean, you know, you, you find a way to recharge it and, and that might even be a nap too. We didn't talk about that, but you know, a 30 minute nap can maybe recharge you to do your 15, 20 minute uh, workout. And then eventually you find out you don't really even need the nap. Um, but, but finding the way to recharge and, and I might steal your lithium battery battery thing next time I uh, Be my talk guess. about that. Be my guest. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So, you know, we, I think we established that once you're in motion, you have a tendency to stay in motion and, and working through and, and, and figuring out how you can get a li- that little bit of, of energy coffee and caffeine now I, i'm not big on using like supplements for that but some you know you might want to say hey i'm going to have a cup of coffee and then go take a walk um 
and, and that might give you just that energy and that turns into, you know, your regular exercise routine. And, and, and so, you know, we, we debunked it. You got no time debunked. You got, um, you know, no motivation debunked. I don't know what to do debunked. All right. Number four, too tired. We debunked that one. Now, number five goes back to no time. I don't have time. Right. Because in the, I know how people's minds work because mine works that same way. You go, well, all right, that's great. I, I now I have motivation and I know what to do, but now I don't have time again. So, <laughs> right. Like that's right. how we do this. Exactly. Uh, you know, I got to take my kids at six o'clock. I got to pick them up at seven o'clock. Well, between six and seven, if you have to wait for your child at their sporting event, maybe go take a walk around there. Um, you know, uh, maybe find a way to uh, incorporate in. I, I just had a, a, a message from someone there that said, Hey, I read your article and I went out and I shot hoops with my son for an hour. Hadn't done that in years, but that was my workout for the day. There you go. Um, you know, so finding ways to make fitness part of your lifestyle. Again, we can't emphasize that enough because we're talking again about time. Um, and there's a little ex- exercise I like people to do. And, and we talked about, 30 minutes is 2% of your day, but let's break it down even, even into like a, a week. There's 168 hours in a week. Um, and so if you think about that, like, let's say if you work uh, 70 hours a week, um, which is about 14 hours a day, Monday through Friday, and then you, eight, you sleep eight hours, which most of us don't even get that. That's 56 hours. So 70 plus 56 is 126 which still leaves you with 42 hours in that week. Now, 15 minutes a day is not that much. It's maybe, you know, what, two hours, a little over two hours. Right. So, you know, I really think it comes down to breaking down what you're doing with your time. So the other solution to this, this time excuse is look at your day. Think about, well, do I really need to be on Facebook for 35 minutes here, 40 minutes there? Or do I need to, um, you know, check my email 17 times? Um, You know, I I think part of those things you can do on a bike or you can listen to your podcast. You can even watch Netflix from your bike. That's how how much, you know, we have technology. I know that um, Game of Thrones is real big. That's coming out. Watch the episodes on the bike or stretching or doing yoga. Um, I had a client who would in between commercials would go and do, you know, like 30 squats and 30 push-ups and 30 rows. And they they said by the end of the time that they watched their program, they were tired, but find a way to, to, to break down your day, to break down your week and make that time. And um, you know, when you think about 2% of your day is only 30 minutes, there is 168 hours in a week, you 20 to 45 minutes a day. That's it. Even start with 10 minutes a day. Do some mobility work 10 minutes in the morning. Do a 15 to 20 minute walk in the afternoon or evening. You'll find that you have more time because you have more energy. Right. And, and um, you know, again, it comes back to if you want to get fit, you got to give away one thing and that's your excuse. And so we all have these um, responsibilities, but you also get choices with those. Um, kids, dogs, take your kids for a walk, take your dog for a walk. And you'll find that that enriches your life 
helps your career and moves into other parts, uh, avenues of happiness in your life. And, and um, you know, I think the biggest takeaway is we don't lack time. We lack the willpower and the motivation. So let's think about getting our mind right, making healthy choices, looking in the mirror and understanding that this has got to be something, especially if you're in the fire service, health and wellness has to be part of your daily lifestyle, part of the choices that you make because other people are depending on you, um, like your family, like your crew and like your community. And um, I think that that really firefighters in general, EMTs, we can really start to change not only the culture of the fire service, I believe that we can change the culture of the U.S. by taking um, strides, like my pun there, but taking strides at managing our health better, managing our, our fitness better. So, um, you know, when it comes to that time, it break down your day, break down your excuses, and then find a way. I think that's really um, one of the best ways we could end this is to, to, to comment on this, that the object or the person that you see in the mirror is the most responsible for your fitness. Right. It's not your chief. It's not your lieutenant. It's not your wife. It's not your your uh, crew. It's you. And you got to find ways to make it into your to integrate it into your day, to integrate it in your lifestyle. And I guarantee that you will feel better. And I know that Steve, you 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 wholeheartedly believe that. Again, thank you so much for allowing me to, to even talk about these things and and for doing what you do. I well, really appreciate it. Thank you, Aaron. And and. Like I said, you've been with me since the beginning. You got me uh, more closely focused on the concept of not just health and wellness, but fitness for duty. Because, again, people often would mistake uh, getting a, a, a power builder's physique, and that would make them a great firefighter. Well, that's not true at all. We know that. We, there are people who are great uh, you know, physical specimens, but they can't. They couldn't fight a fire if their life depended on it. And right, I think the, right. the last piece of, of I guess, of um, uh, enthusiastic encouragement that I can say to you, the listeners, is if you're unsure that you could do it or you want to do it, take a look at your child. Just take right. a few minutes, take 10 seconds, look, stare at your child and say, who's going to tell them that mommy or daddy ate kind of too much and they they weighed too much weight and it was too much for their heart? Who's going to be the one to tell them? And how is that seven-year-old kid going to understand? What is that going to mean to that child that their mommy or daddy didn't know how to stop eating and their heart stopped instead? So you need encouragement? Looking when your kid's not looking at you, look at them and wonder yeah. who's going to come and tell them the story of why mommy or daddy didn't, didn't exercise and take care of themselves. So you're absolutely right. And it, it really is uh, both an honor and a privilege to have you back for number one for this, for this show as it's, as it's numerical success of 150 shows to have you back talking about the subject that you were instrumental in getting me uh, tuned into and tuned in well. And it came at the right time for me because I was remodeling myself, so to speak. 
and, like that. Yeah. Very good. And um, I think that this is what I want part of the message that I need to get out one way or another. Every podcast has something about whether it's a PSA or it's the guest, but somewhere firefighter health, uh, health, wellness, fitness for duty, and both the cancer and the mental health initiatives are always, always a part of this show mm-hmm. and will always be as long as I'm, as long as I'm doing it. Well, I applaud you for that. And I thank you for that. I think that we are making great strides and, um, and I, I, you know, and I hope that um, if, if, if anybody listening to this, if you, if we hit a chord and, and uh, you know, if it, uh, good or bad, if you uh, need that program, we'll try to leave a link. Um, you can, you can email me and I'd, I'd love to have you do the program, the 28th day. And then, you know, and, and if you're listening to this, you're angered and, they, and you think, well, they don't understand me and they don't understand my life. I, I get it. We all have our things and we're just trying to get you to take a step back, lift your head up. There's motivation around you. And I think when you really look in the mirror and you look at what, what you want or, you know, you look at your, your day and your, there, there is time for this. And you need to make time for this. And there's reasons all around you to do it. And uh, I think, you know, Steve, again, thanks for, for what you're doing and, and for the opportunity. And, and brother, it's always, always a pleasure. Congrats on 150. Um, I hope we can do 300 together then, too. Yeah. How about that? That would be great. And by the way, if you want to get in touch with uh, Aaron, you can find him on Twitter at GetFRFit. So it's the, simply the at sign. Get G E T F R fit F I T all one word, no lines, no spaces. Get F R fit. And to visit his website, go to www.firerescuefitness.com. And yes. we'll, yeah, and then we'll try to get that link up and I'll put it on your guest page entry so people can yeah. find it right with you right there once you get Good. it to me. Probably the best way is to go to the website and there's a, I put a contact tab up. Um, that goes directly to me and my phone. So if you have questions or, um, you know, if you want access to the 28 day program, that's probably the best way to do it. And, and we'll find some links for you there. Um, so again, thank you all for listening and, and, and Steve, thanks for doing what you do. Well, thank you very much, Aaron. I appreciate it. I do what I do because I love what I do. I love what I did and it'll always be a part of me. And if I can help my current brothers and sisters, and that's what it's all, always about, paying it forward a little bit. So thank yeah. you. I know you had a busy schedule, but I really appreciate you jumping in today. And a great, once again, another great podcast and discussion about our health, wellness, and fitness for duty. Uh, the number one thing we need to do to take care of ourselves as firefighters is take care of our health, wellness, and our fitness for duty. So, again, my thanks to Aaron Zamzow, and I got his name right every single time today, even when I made up his new folder. I, That's great. Yeah, because if, if you're a new listener, I kept calling Aaron Adam. And yeah. it was Adam, Adam, Adam. And he finally said to me, he goes, you know that my name is Aaron, right? I said, yeah, Aaron. <laughs> and I looked at the my file card. I did spell Aaron. I had it there, Aaron Zamzow. But I don't know why yeah. I kept calling him Adam, Adam, Adam. So my guest has been Aaron, Aaron Zamzow, and he'll be back again. I can tell you that. Folks, we'll be right awesome. back right after these words. Please don't go away. Have you ever thought about what brought you to the fire service? For some, it was our parents or grandparents. You know, a family thing. For others, it was the flashing red lights and that screaming siren. Me? 
I hadn't even thought about it. See, I planned on becoming a rabbi. A rabbi? That's right. But somewhere along the way to that goal, I wound up in bunker gear and riding a tailboard. Not only that, it happened with the fire department and the southern Bible belt. Sounds crazy, right? Well, if you like to read stories about the fire service and want to know how a kid from Boston wound up as a volunteer firefighter in North Carolina, pick up an electronic copy of my book, Fish Out of Water, Two Jewish Guys in a Deep South Fire Department, on Amazon. I tell my story of growing up and thinking I knew where I was going, but a turn of events brings me to North Carolina with a combination fire department just a mile down the road from my home. Stranger still is the fact that when being voted in, the guy I sat next to was also Jewish, and 40 years later, he's still my best friend and a business partner. Together, we share stories from being rookies to exciting calls, some firehouse fun, and difficult responses. Read about some tactics that were way ahead of their time, and others that we probably never would use again. Just go to bit.ly forward slash NC firefighting, all one word. And remember, I'm sending proceeds from this book to the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation. Stay safe and enjoy the ride. If you enjoy listening to Five Alarm Task Force, then why not share the news? No, not just on social media, but around town. We've just opened our little shop of wonders with our friends at Teespring. We have four t-shirts available, each with our four-color logo on the front, and on the back, your choice of a listener, supporter, or responder, wording, or choose the tea with the words of wisdom from our good friend, Chief Robert Fling, all available in varied colors. Prefer to add a new mug for your collection at the firehouse or at home? We have two, with the full title of the podcast in slightly different fonts, also in several colors. The best part? No matter which items you choose, you'll know that a portion of the net proceeds will be donated to the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation, just as I did with my book, Fish Out of Water, Two Jewish Guys in a Deep South Firehouse, available on Amazon. Want to browse? Want to buy? Just head over to bit.ly forward slash Dalmat Store with a capital D and a capital S, or dial up our website at www.dalmatianproductions.tv and select the podcast promo tab. As always, thank you for listening and stay safe. Every year, over a million fires burn in America. Fortunately, firefighters are on the job, saving life and property, and you can be a part of it. Seven out of 10 firefighters and emergency responders are volunteers. There's no typical firefighter. Anyone can volunteer to serve their community. Volunteering as a first responder is really about having the heart and drive to make a difference where it's needed most. Your community needs you. Are you ready to answer the call? Learn more and find local volunteer opportunities at makemeafirefighter.org. And that wraps this 150th episode of Five Alarm Task Force, news and issues for today's first responders. I would like to thank my guest, Aaron Zamzow, for joining us to discuss firefighter fitness, fitness for duty, and how to get past those five excuses. Did you know you can now find us and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and most podcast platforms? Just search for Five Alarm Task Force. We also want to thank our sponsors, Insight Training LLC and the Firehouse Tribune, and our promotional partners, Dalmatian Productions, Chief Miller Products and Sites, Hennessy Distributing, your source for the cool towel, the Firefighter Cancer Foundation, the Firefighter Cancer Support Network, Nesta Bars, and the 2019 Great Florida Fire School. If you would like to be a guest with us or have a suggestion for a show, please drop us a line to dalmatprod at outlook.com. You can follow us on Twitter at dalmatprod or at cause underscore origin and on Facebook at forward slash dalmatprod or dalmatprodfire. 
and stay up to date with all the news about our podcast, Dalmatian Productions, and our blog on our website, www.dalmatianproductions.tv. I'm Steve Green. Until next time, stay safe and stay well, and let's make sure everyone goes home.